A quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Amira Glad. <laughs> Everyone gets that introduction, and I'm really happy to have you here. Uh, Anton Schulke introduced us, and I didn't expect to be talking about this topic, AI and digital marketing agencies, good or bad, with a CTO of a major corporation like you. Oh, well, I'm excited to talk about AI, as this is... Uh... You know, um, such a such a big uh, revolution, right, in our industry. Like some saying, like you know, bigger than like the, the first iPhone. So, talking about Brilliant. AI and how it's gonna, yeah, and how it's going to influence, like you know, the our customers. Like, uh, do this uh, uh, main audience are digital marketing agencies. So to talk about uh, how it's going to influence them, I think it's uh, it's a topic that I'm really happy to to discuss. Right, and you've got twenty thousand digital marketing agencies using Duda, um, and now it's yeah. 20,001, because CaliCube uses actually, it. Actually, now it's like 21,000. Oh, 21,001, uh, because yeah. we're, the, we're the one. Yeah, yeah, so 21,001, and like kind of like million live websites built wow. uh, and live and running by those 21,000 of, uh, of agencies that we have. Some are very large, some are small, but yeah. And you use a lot of AI in... Your platform already or not very much we are we just like uh we just released um uh, last week um like the first like feature in kind of like beta which is really cool and um quite uh i would say uh the first the first step but the very obvious and important step which is content writing so mm -hmm. now you go to the do the platform you have uh you write text you have like the what we call the text editor now you have an ai assistant can help you. First, it's really cool. You can write something in very, very bad English with spelling mistakes, grammar mistakes, with like very um, low vocabulary and just say improve right. text and you will be sound like a Shakespeare. Or you can make text uh, longer and shorter. You can create a title for an existing text or text for an existing title. Or you can just like write a paragraph right. from scratch and just like answer a few questions and it will do it for you. So just uh, which, which like is huge in, in terms of, I mean, especially agencies using the platform, they can also give clients access who can then write their own blog posts and they don't need to go from tool to tool to do it. But that's for later. Before we yeah. do that, we're gonna look at the brand SERPs for Duda. Uh, I find this hugely interesting because Duda is actually quite ambiguous. And here we have the USA and Duda has a knowledge panel but it's not triggering in the USA. And then if we look in uh, London, we can see where the confusion is coming in and why Google isn't triggering that knowledge panel for Duda in the USA, because we can see the C results about that there is a Duda company knowledge panel, but there is confusion and ambiguity between Duda the company and Duda, Mr. Duda, the president of the Republic of Poland. And if I go to Poland, of course, I get just the president and not the company. And that is indicative of the problems that companies can have when their name is ambiguous. It's not only getting the knowledge panel, which you have, but even when you've got a knowledge panel dominating, becoming the dominant entity, the obvious dominant entity across the world, and especially in a country where you're competing with the president. How does that feel, Emil? That's like we should not try to compete in Poland. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the first step is to become the dominant entity in London, then America, 
and then maybe Poland, but maybe when he's not president anymore, it won't be such a huge problem. Yeah. But and that's a problem some, for tomorrow. Some things to say to our marketing team after this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, what we do at CaliCube is we specialize in knowledge panels, building them. You don't need one because you've got one, but then we can also specialize in becoming the dominant entity, which is where my little sales pitch comes in. You are listening to Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard. Now, back to the show. Uh, but now, away from the sales pitches of CaliCube and uh, knowledge panels and how we deal with knowledge panels for our clients, back to digital marketing agencies, who incidentally can use CaliCube Pro to do that same thing, but digital marketers, marketing agencies and AI, good or bad. Now, you started talking about content in the Duda platform. How do you expect agencies to be able to use that? Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, this is just like one one part, right? One area, the, the area of like writing content. And I expect, um, you know, like our belief in general is that, uh, um, you know, AI can help agencies to become better. We'll get more into that a bit later. But I think like, you know, if you look at like, you know, content writing, so agencies, they have like, you know, copywriters. Uh, so I think like one copywriter today can handle, I don't know, building of like, let's say three websites a month. I think with AI, the same copywriter will be able to handle 20 websites a month. So probably just becoming much more efficient. Instead of like, you know, writing everything from scratch, can let like the AI start doing, doing like the first writing, uh, like do do some some corrections and so on. But, uh, but this is what just one area, you know, and I think AI in general, there are so many different areas. When I think about like digital marketing agencies, yeah, there are so many areas that like AI is going to make things like much easier. Well, if we start with content, I mean, you you were talking about expanding articles and summarizing articles, but also research. All of a sudden, they don't need to research anymore. You can write a list, a bullet list of what you want to do, and it will write the article for you. So it saves you enormous amounts of research. That must be huge for agencies because they don't understand the business of their clients. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're talking about research, even even before writing, just kind of like understanding what to say should they write about, like, you know, get uh, mm. ideas for topics, then like mm. the actual writing. If we are talking about like doing on-site SEO, uh, which is like, you know, I don't know, generating alt tags for all the images, generating title description, this call could be automated. And it's going to be automated by, 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 by the CMS platforms, by Duda, by, by Wix, by WordPress, by everyone. Everyone are going to just like, you know, mm. embed those AI capabilities into the platform including like, you know, building landing pages uh, in automated way and including, um, you know, um, doing e-commerce um, um, management in automated way and so on and so on. So I think what will happen, and I think this is, this is uh, my opinion, right? I don't, we, we, we need to see it like, uh, right. we need to see it through. But I think what will happen is in the end, the, uh, the, it's going, it's going to be easier to do. Let's say that like an, a digital marketing agency is doing today, I don't know, that amount of things. Maybe 70% of the things they are doing are just going to become easier to do. <laughs> and because it's going to become easier to do, then I think like the demand of customers, it's, that's going to be cheaper. Well, that's a question. It becomes easier. It becomes quicker. The same person can do 20 instead of three 
of whatever it is they're doing. Does that mean people will lose their jobs or does it mean the agencies will take on more clients and more clients will be interested in these services because they'll become cheaper? Yeah, so I think, look, I think, I think AI is really such a revolution that agencies will need to adapt. I think mm -hmm. like agencies that will not do anything, we say I'm, I'm doing exactly everything the same now with this AI world. I think those agencies will not be very successful, like, you know, in the long, in the long run. And I think agencies, like the way that I uh, think about it, I think agencies should do like three things to adapt. The first, they need to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. They need to make sure that whatever they do, it costs them half of what it cost them before. And this is right. like pretty obvious, right? Because I, I enable them to do that. It enables them to write content faster, to design faster, you, to research faster. You, so. you say it's obvious, but it's only obvious when you've said it. So that was number one. What's number two? What's the second really obvious thing that you're about to yeah. tell me? The second one is, it's related to number one, uh, but from a different angle. The second one is that I think agencies should offer more services. Oh, right. So, okay. yeah, I'll give you an example. Let's say that like you are kind of, uh, you're, not, you're not offering uh, content services. Like, you know, um, uh, like managing a blog for a client, for uh, increasing their, uh, you know, their, uh, their um, uh, SEO for uh, organic terms. All right. So, and you say, hey, I don't have copywriters. It's not my thing. I don't know how to do it. Now with AI, you can offer it very cheaply, right? Mm -hmm. You can start to say, okay, I'm going to offer like, you know, content service. I'm going to write two blog posts a week for you. I'm going to manage it for you. With AI, you can do it almost, almost in an automated way. Uh, and suddenly you have another service that you are you are you are providing. It could be like for any other service. So so if you, if you if 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 you're becoming much more efficient, you can offer the same kind of like umbrella, like kind of like more services, and, and actually monetize like you know more, or even lower 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 the cost of the core service, and like you know mm. monetize additional services. Oh uh, well, sorry, and and that's the thing is either you. You either upsell additional services or, I'm sorry, you reduce the price, add additional services to keep up to the same price, or keep the same price and add additional services and say this is all now included. Exactly. exactly. Which is the best way like, to present it? This is a battle we're having internally at CaliCube. Is it better to reduce prices and then add additional services or keep the price the same and say all of this is free included? Yeah, I think it really depends on the type of customers. Typically, like I think, like to bundle it from the beginning, it's better. It's more. It's always like more difficult to upsell, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but it really depends on the competition and what others will offer. So, okay, so it depends. Like yeah. <laughs> and what's the third really simple, obvious thing that we should be doing? Yeah. So the third one is not so simple, but I think is very important. Is I think like you know uh, agencies should become more strategic. And what do oh, I mean right. by this? Strategic, uh, strategic in terms of like their clients. So I think, you know, many people are asking, will AI replace agencies, right? Because it's going to be easier to like create content, create websites, do all of those things. And I was saying that like, you know, maybe it's easier to, to do all of those with AI, but it's not going to be easier to be successful online. Mm -hmm. If you are a small business or um, or a large business, and you want to be successful online, right? We know it's like a, it's a it's a complicated and competitive world out there, right? There are so many different things. It's like your website strategy and your content strategy and your social media strategy and your reputation management and right. how and, and your and your SEO and how everything is working together, and that's not easy. 
so I think agencies, if they will become strategic in the sense that they will be able to kind of like build a plan for the business on how to be successful online and how the different parts are playing with it and how it kind of like uh, all goes into like the budget of the of the of the of the business and so on. I think they will be like very much valuable and maybe they will have more time to do it now that AI will take away many repetitive tasks that they are doing every day and mm -hmm. I will do Right, and, and that the, the idea of strategic, that really hit home for me because we're currently talking at CaddyCube about um, building your search strategy around understanding credibility and deliverability. And a lot of that is to do with uh, creating additional content on second and third party sites, means building out your entire strategy. And the CaddyCube Pro platform actually automates the preparation of that, and Keaton Stortz, who uses the platform, says, I love the data coming out of CaliQ Pro because it shows me the digital strategy step by step in 10 minutes. Oh, wow. So you've just made my day. Thank you so much, Amir. <laughs> um, right, sorry, we're, to get back away from CaliQ Pro, you, you said good or bad. I mean, so far it's all been good. What's the bad? Yeah, so the bad of AI is that uh, I said in, begin in the beginning, I think that like in the end, you won't be able to charge the same amount for the same type of service. For example, if you are just like building a website of, let's say, I don't know, 10 pages, uh, building a 10 pages website, static website like that, and you charge for it, I don't know, like 3K, a 3k USD, I think it's going to be difficult to, to justify that uh, mm. um, in, a, in a year, you know. So. Right, because businesses will be able to say, here's five or oh, ten uh, Google Docs of the content, these are the ten pages, build it, create the images, and off you go, and somebody's yeah. going to create a system where that's possible. Yeah, you say, hey, I can use like tools out there to create those like 10 pages automatically for me. And it's good. All right, yeah. <laughs> but if you add on top, like, if you add on top, I'm not just like creating the site for you. I'm making sure that you are successful. I'm connecting me to SEO. I'm doing that. I'm kind of like, you know, uh, managing uh, your reputation. I'm doing all of that together. That becomes like something like very, very different. Right. So just building websites is going to need to become building the website, managing your digital presence and your brand reputation. Uh, connecting you to the SEO optimization yeah. to make sure that you're present on Google. So it becomes, by default, if I'm going to build you a site, I also have to provide you with a digital strategy. Or, or if you manage to, like, to build your sites really uh, at scale, at very, very like, low cost, that's another option, right? But that's not for any agency. But if you can right. say, okay, great, I'm, I can charge you now uh, for a website, whatever, like you know, $100, to build you a, a like beautiful website, and I can, and I know that like you know, to me it's gonna cost like ten dollars, and I can like you know market it. I can use AI to actually uh, uh, um, acquire customers as an agency. I can use AI to automate campaigns. Like we do that, like you know, we show how like agency can do it with our API. Now with AI, it's crazy. You can really automate campaigns to any niche vertical, so you can automatically create a campaign. Think about it for any kind of like, you know, sub vertical that will show on Facebook, will show, hey, like, let me build your site. Like with an example of the site, you can go in and see kind of like a demo of your website, something that is very personalized. Um, so you automate that and then you also automate the creation and like cut 
costs down. So that's also a great way to be successful. Uh, but I, I don't know if it's like for any agency to, to, to go into the automation side. Sure. Well, and there's another question. Then. Does that mean people are going to lose their jobs? Website builders, for developers are going to lose their jobs? Or does it mean that more companies will be able to get websites? So we won't lose any jobs. We'll expand the service. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if like, you know, uh, people will lose jobs. I'm not sure. It's like, it's really hard to tell. Developers, I don't think so. Developers, there's so many things to do right on top. Uh, and designers as well. I think like copywriting could like, you know, shrink. I think, I don't know how many copywriters there are today, but copywriting could shrink, I think. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but um, everyone should just kind of like make sure that like, you know, what they're doing, they can add value on top of AI. Right. And anyone can think about, should think about it. If AI can do exactly what they're doing today, they're not in a good position. Right, that's a really, really, really good point. I mean, there are two questions that jumped to mind from that. You're the chief technical officer uh, at Duda. My immediate thought was, well, you can just get one developer to use ChatGPT or another technology to write all of your code and you can fire the other nine, but that's not the case. No, that's not the case, but we definitely do, uh, you know, start to use AI to make our developers more productive. Right. So there are different tools. There's like, you know, you can use uh, autopilot of like GitHub, which is like just into the, where you write the code or you can use ChatGPT or others. And developers are already using it. It's amazing for uh, for helping developers to be more productive. We are still far away from a phase where you can say that AI can replace our developers. That's not the case. Right. And then from a content writing perspective, Andrea Volpini from WordLift talks about dancing, the dance between humans and machines. And his idea is that you get the machines to write, then the content writer comes in and, and makes it better, prettier, more attractive, uh, more effective for SEO, um, feeds it back to the machine that can then perform better and feeds it back to me. So you end up in a situation where the content will get better and better. So the competition becomes harder and harder, but also vast amounts of content being created. Are we going to end up with another situation like we did with spammy links back in the day before Penguin, where we have vast amounts of information, vast amounts of content, which are all very similar information overload. Yeah, the real, the, we already are in a, in a world of information over, over, overlap, <laughs> right? And, and overload, for sure. So I think it's definitely going to create more of that. We'll see how Google are going to play with like uh, generated content with AI, but I think it's going to be very difficult to ignore it or to say like we are blocking AI generated content. Uh, I think it also depends on what type of content. I can tell you like, you know, for example, in Duda, so obviously like we have our own kind of like, you know, content writers and copywriters and mm -hmm. there are different things. There are blog posts, there are like, you know, banners of like, you know, um, uh, ads and there's like uh, product strings that we need to provide and so on. So some of the stuff like, you know, banners, for example, some of our marketers are now not going through the uh, the content writer, but using like you know ChatGPT and just use this result, uh, which many times are you know for banner for one one liner, it's many times is just as good or even better than what a human can write, mm -hmm. and it's much faster. It's not just cheaper; it's much faster. So you actually instead of like going to the content writer, content writer like bring it back to you, you can just like as a marketer, you can just like you know like go on the campaign like you know faster so so there are areas already that like we can see we can see how it replaces some functions 
Well, with those one-liners, are we not going to end up in a situation where people end up basically spotting a chat GPT generated title because they all become so similar? I think it's difficult, you know, it's uh, it's like the English language, uh, it's lots, lots of combination. I don't know if you'll be able to spot that. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not like an expert in that, but I, I doubt it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Move, moving on to other ways agencies can use AI. I mean, you were talking about uh, one-liner headlines. I mean, for Google Ads, for example, generating ad copy, that must be a huge win for them. Yeah, there, there are many things that you can use for AI. You can use... Um, like one of the things that we actually want to build in Duda, but you can do it today without Duda, is uh, something really cool, which is like um, uh, AI-powered like um, content collection form. So let's say that like you know you serve an SMB, right? One of the first thing that you want to to do is collect content, collect data from the business, right? Mm -hmm. What is the business? What's your services? Uh, what's your description? Where are you located? What's the FAQ about the business? That later on you can use in all the all the properties and all the content you're going to generate for them, right? Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that you can do now with AI is that you can generate uh, like a form that is dynamic based on the business. So we just ask, you know, let's say, so just ask like, you know, one question, what is the vertical uh, of your business? And maybe like, you know, another another field of like description. And then you can ask uh, ChatGPT, okay, what are the typical FAQs for such a business? What are the typical pages for such a business? What are typical, mm -hmm. you know? And then you create a form that you send to the end client, which instead of like asking the client to start right, which is very difficult for the end clients to do, they can just like, you know, choose from a list which is like very relevant, which makes it like, you know, so much easier. Right. Oh, that's genius. That's absolutely brilliant. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna name check Elisa because we can do this for CaliCube Pro for onboarding the clients because mm -hmm. this is one thing we struggle with is which questions we need to ask each yeah. client to make sure that we're getting the right information. That's yeah. genius, Amir. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, now you can really personalize it easily with AI. You can, as I said, you can automate your SEO work, your own page, your own site SEO. You can really automate it with AI. Um, Is that know, going to put platforms like SEMrush and Ahrefs out of business? I don't think so. I think, like, you know, people are, like, paying them mostly for the research part, and I'm sure that they are integrating AI into their platforms. I think in mm -hmm. the end, AI is going to make all the platforms better, right? Mm -hmm. All those platforms, all those SaaS platforms will just become much, much better thanks to AI. So uh, all, all the companies are integrating those AI capabilities and just making like what they offer like better. So I don't think that they will make them obsolete, but I think some of the some of the some of the tasks will be able to be done automatically within the CMS. Uh, well, you know? and, and that that brings me to another question: is uh, we were talking about information overload. It's also the shiny new whistle that we all get bells and whistles. Sorry, that we get terribly excited about. There is a temptation to think as a platform or as an agency, I need to be doing all of this right away. Have we got time or do we need to do it all right away or do we not need to do it all? No, I think, you know, I think it's, it doesn't have to be like do AI for the sake of AI. I think like, you know, um, it's, it's like kind of like an amazing new tool that we have now that we should ask, like everyone should ask how this tool can help me, right, with the stuff that I'm doing. So uh, I don't think it's kind of like, you know, you have to do it like all at once. I would, I would look at like, you know, 
if it, it depends on like your goals. Let's say that like your goal is like to be more efficient, mm-hmm. to be more productive. So that's a great, like, right? So that's a great. Sorry, it's a great way of putting it. We've got efficiency, scalability, and what would the profitability would be the other one? But if we're looking for efficiency. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're looking for efficiency, so let's look at like, you know, kind of like as an agency, let's analyze like what takes me most of the time, which part mm-hmm. of the process. And let's see, okay, how I can help me with this step, like to reduce it. Uh, so I, I would kind of like look at it from that angle and not just, hey, AI is so cool, like we have to use AI. You <laughs> That's know? what I've been doing. Yeah, it is cool, but uh, but it's also like, you know, very useful. So Okay, so... Increasing efficiency, and then you talked earlier on about scaling and saying, well, I can I can scale because I don't need to get involved, so it's kind of partially efficiency. But uh, the scalability aspect is hugely interesting, but it's also tempting to say, well, I'll use AI to improve efficiency and scale better and therefore improve my profitability. Yeah, this is true. I think like for scalability, we can look at it like, you know, in kind of like two different angles. One, how do I get more customers? And mm-hmm. for that, it means how do I automate my customer acquisition, right? Uh, so that's one aspect uh, that, that you can look at. And they're, they're really, I don't think that a lot of agencies are doing it today. And it's not that difficult to try to automate customer acquisition by automating kind of like campaigns, getting the leads uh, in an automated way and only like the ones that are serious, like to talk with them. So I mm-hmm. think it's something that like uh, any agency with more than like, you know, two, two three persons can can try doing it. Uh, so that's one one side of uh, scalability. And the other one is like, as I said, like offer more services. Uh, offer more services to existing client or from the get-go to have like larger packages with more services uh, integrated. Right. So that's that's the other other part that I would look at. Yeah, I mean, we found that with the CaliQ Pro agencies, what they are doing is adding CaliQ Pro services, knowledge panels, brand SERPs, and brand reputation management as additional service. And some of them are integrating it into the price, and some of them are adding it as additional services. But I'd like to come back a step. Automating the acquisition process, mm-hmm. what does that actually look like? So as an example, like, you know, when we have, like, you know... Uh, we put on Duda, like if you go, there's like get more clients and you can watch a video of like what we did. For example, what you can do, you can um, create um, campaigns on Facebook mm-hmm. for, um, you know, niche verticals. And for each niche vertical, like using AI, you can create like, you know, the the, the, the banner that will display on Facebook. So it will be very specific to this vertical. And then you click on it. And then, like we say, hey, hi, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Plumber. Hey, we can build like your website and improve your SEO. See an example how it looks like. You asked him for like you know a few details uh, mm. about like hey your business name. Use the AI to get like all the rest of the of the of the details that you need, and then automatically create a, a, a website on Duda like a landing page that incorporates all this information in a beautiful way. And you show mm. the customer, hey, this is your initial website design. Do you want me to finish it? Uh, you know, kind of like let's uh, let's talk or uh, fill in your details. So, so something that like really will tease the, the the client in a very meaningful way. But you, as an agency, you don't need to do anything. You kind of like generated like a lead generation machine, basically. Right. Yeah. No. I, that sounds actually pretty cool. I mean, I was thinking more about kind of all these emails I keep receiving. From from companies offering to increase my 
customer acquisition and it gets hugely annoying and they aren't very inventive and they aren't very personalized. So I think they're not using AI, they're just using somebody's, <laughs> somebody's list they found somewhere. I got on some unfortunate list somewhere and I'm now being bombarded. Anyway, that was absolutely brilliant. Now let's come to the very last question. I mean, I was hugely interested in everything you were sharing there and I've got lots of ideas, I've taken notes. But I wanted to know, how does AI help digital marketing agencies with branded search? Because this podcast is called Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard. So we have to have branded search in here. Yeah, sure. So I'm not a branded search expert, but I know that like to do branded search well, you need to do a lot of things, right? You need to uh, build a great website. You need to get, get a great FAQ. You need to manage your reputation. You need to uh, advertise your 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 brand uh, to get like more traffic and so on. So I think what AI can help you is let's say that you can now offer branded search service for I don't know thousand dollar a month and you can do five things with AI. Now you can offer. 15 things because every everything will take you much much uh, uh, will take much less time to do. So I think like this is really like the idea of AI: do much more with less, and the same also for brand and search. So basically, I could have asked, "How does AI help with anything?" And you could have answered, and it would have been more or less the same answer. It helps. It helps you to simplify. It helps you to scale, and it helps you to offer more services for the same amount of money. This is true, but like specifically branded search because it's also digital. So this is like really what AI today can help you, you know? <laughs> That's a brilliant answer. I love it. That was delightful. Thank you so much, Amir. That was wonderful. And we're now going to introduce next week. It's Clarify Your Vision and Watch Your Business Grow with Tyler. And I think it's PJ, but I'm not 100% sure. It's going to be super interesting, and I apologize in advance, Tyler, if I said your name incorrectly. Could you pass the baton, Amir? Yeah, of course. I'm passing the virtual baton to Tyler PJ. By the way, he's run, running a fully remote business, which is, uh, which is uh, I think, a really interesting thing. So uh, good luck, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was absolutely brilliant. Looking forward to next week with Tyler. Thank you, everyone, for watching. You get the outro song, too. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Amir. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Cali Cube. It's all about your brand, Serp.